this woke shit that we're doing and the way that we are treating anybody who's not black or Hispanic or gay or trans is going to be seen as very wrong. You know, yeah. When you look at affirmative action, there's no way that's right. I mean, I get why it started. We don't need it now. We don't. We, we don't. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today we got a listener suggestion for something we should talk about. And we gave it in the uh, the Facebook Live. We went Facebook Live for our last show. Then at the end, we cut the show off. We stayed around. But we did the whole show. Yes. We meant to only do half the show. That's right. Which So if you go to look for the live, we took the live down. Because if we left the live up and it's the entire show, anybody who watches the live, we're going to lose a download on the podcast. So we took the show down. Because we got too excited and we ran the whole show. <laughs> we ran an hour-long Facebook So live. after we cut the show off, we stayed on for an extra 20 minutes, half hour with everybody. And then Jim did exactly that. He said, hey, you guys are going to pick the next topic right now. And somebody jumped on it. It was Diana. Was it Diana? It was Diana. Man, she's hardcore. She's one of our top listeners for sure. Yep. Every week Always. she sends us feedback yep. on episodes, yep. which is good. We like to hear it and we need it. Well, we do like to hear it. I'd also like to touch on Daniela had left a comment and said, look, if you assholes aren't going to start responding to people, nobody's going to leave you messages. And we are guilty of that, right? We get busy. We see them come in. We read every one. We talk about every comment, but we don't necessarily respond to everyone. We're going to be better about that for sure. Yeah. And by we, he means he. That's not true. I don't <laughs> see you commenting, bitch. <laughs> So what did she suggest that we do a show on, Jim? Diana wanted us to talk about how the left is erasing history, how they are tearing down statues, how they are changing the name of military installations. Anything that has to do with the South, they want to be done with it because that clearly means that if you have a military installation with the name of a Confederate soldier, which if you go and look at the names of these military installations, all the ones with the Confederate names, for the most part, all of them, I think, I can't think of any that aren't, are down south. And it's it's heritage is all it is. You can support the Confederate Army for being what they are without supporting their values. Yes, for without supporting racism, without supporting slavery. You got to remember, man, in the Civil War, they were fighting just as hard for things that they believed in just as much as you did. And this isn't now. This isn't Georgia saying now, knowing where we are now, that we should bring slavery back. And then we're all like, nah, bro, that's fucked up, right? It's, it's, we're not. And then they're like, well, Civil War time. Okay, I get that. Now you have to stand against them. But back then, right or wrong, that's the way things were done. That's the way things were done. And they were trying to preserve the way things had always been done. And these were all landowners with cotton fields. I'm not saying it was right, because now we all know that slavery was absolutely wrong. But back then, it wasn't just us. Oh, the whole world was the whole it. world. We were the first ones to get rid of it. The whole world slavery. That is the way things were done. So the South was fighting for what they believed in as much as the North was. And some of those generals down there, well, yeah, they lost the war. Some of those generals down there were brilliant. They were brilliant and they deserved to be recognized. Yeah. They're on the losing end and looking back now, they were on the wrong end of history, but not at the time. At the time they were just getting together and believing what they believed. Right. And, you know, and they were believing, look, man, the North is on the wrong wrong side of history here. This is the way it's going to be. Yeah. And luckily, the North won out, and and here we are. But when you're erasing, when you're you're tearing down statues, when you're changing the name, you got to remember, changing the name of these military installations like Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Fort Bragg, North Carolina is bigger 
than almost every city that anybody listening to us lives in. It is wow. huge. I didn't know it was that big. Oh, it's huge. Huge. And I don't remember what the daytime population is there when all the workers come on post, all the civilian workers come on post, but it was, it was in the hundreds of thousands. Oh, wow. And then the nighttime population obviously drops down to just military. And I was stationed at Fort Bragg and that's where I got my feet wet in law enforcement. I mean, my very first pursuit, it was a car that pulled over to pick up a hooker right on the middle of uh, all America, uh, not all American highway. Anyway, whatever. They'll change was. the name of that too. Don't worry about it. What all American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, not all American. <laughs> Clearly, this doesn't represent all Americans. Uh, this is now some Americans' highway. It's not all yeah. American. Yeah. So when you pulled over to pick up that hooker, you got arrested. Oh no, no, no. You I didn't. didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. But that was my very first pursuit. I mean, the crime that we had, we had armed robberies. We had, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like mash. Oh, that's dated. Nobody, nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like we're driving around in Jeeps. I was canine. I had a Suburban driving around. I, it was, it was nice, but. Someone so, was trying to get Hot Lips Houlihan off the streets. <laughs> get in the back of my Suburban. But when you change the name of these, imagine now that you're changing the name of the city you live in. I mean, just, just ceases to exist. Des Moines, Iowa. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. You know what? Mm, yeah. we, we found out that, that the French... That, that the Des Moines guy... French word for Des Moines. Ugh. <laughs> it, could, it could mean racist. What was crazy for me is yesterday I was at a family gathering in Oberlin. And just so happened to be at Oberlin. someone's house. Yeah, it was at Oberlin's, house. If I remember, is Ober, Oberlin's conservative, right? Exact opposite. Predominantly conservative. Exact opposite of that. Whatever the exact opposite of that is, is what Oberlin is. <laughs> but it just so happens where, where this person lives, and we had a, a gathering there, and this topic came up in conversation, in a conversation I wasn't even in. And I looked over at them, and I just started listening, and I was like, <gasps> and then when they got done, I was like, guess what, guys? We're doing a show about that tomorrow. And they're like, shut up. I'm like, no, really? <laughs> you're doing a show about it tomorrow. Yeah. I can't believe you're talking about it. What were they talking about? Get them on the phone. How big a bullshit it is. Just think about Fort Bragg, right? I know Fort Bragg. I've heard of Fort Bragg. When I think of Fort Bragg, I don't think of the name being synonymous with anything. Correct. I just think of it as a name. You can go, you know, cities. Well, any, uh, any, any, any city name of whoever the person is, like but that's all it, it is, uh, yeah, I just recognize it as that. Uh, well, and that's also it is where does it stop? Where does it stop? Are we going to start changing all the names of Southern cities, Leesburg? Are we going to change the name of all these cities now? Well, it, nah, seems, well nah. it seems like when I've been reading a lot of memorials or monuments that have been taken down, it's been at the behest of the state or city council. Well, so depending right, on who's, who's, who's elected in the too. office. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do it as a pre-strike so they can take it away before it gets torn down. But what you have to realize is that all this stuff really started ramping up after the George Floyd protests. I think that was like the kickoff point of people, you know, vandalizing. I mean, hell, even in Oregon, they see a statue and they're like, it's got to be racist. It's got to be an old guy. Well, like the pioneer. The, know, the pioneer looks like what you think of when you think of a, a prospector going gold mining in 1849 with the beard and the hat and the dress. They tore that statue down for I, no reason. I was going to talk about this later on, but since you're talking about it now, you're talking about them tearing down these statues, all these Southern slave owners. Or sympathizers. Or or sympathizers. But the problem is that it's not just that. The problem is that you have these, these leftists out there that see any white guy statue and they're like, not racist, and they tear it down. Colonel Hans Christian Hag, H-E-G. So 
they tore down Colonel Hans Christian Hegg's statue in, I think it was Madison, Wisconsin. Beheaded him. Turns out, Colonel Hegg campaigned against slavery, fought in the Union Army during the American Civil War, and even led a militia that targeted slave catchers in Wisconsin. He was as big an abolitionist as you can get. But you know what? You know what he's guilty of? What's he guilty of? Being white. Mm. So they see this white statue, and they tear it down. They don't even know what they're tearing down now. Now, the cities do. The cities do. The cities are just, they're disgusting. Just you know, you get these city councils down south that understand the history and the heritage of what made their cities in the south, and they're still taking their statues down. Now, let's talk about the military installations real quick, because there is a... A naming commission? Yeah, the naming commission. So, something I didn't know is that, uh, I guess you... Well, what did you say? The naming commission is a commission created by the United States Congress in 2021 in order to rename military assets... Well, what I didn't know you said was about Trump. Yeah. They want to remove names that are associated with the Confederate States of America. So the legislation was influenced by the George Floyd protest. It says right here. And then, and then it says that, uh, criminal, the creation of the commission was one of the reasons that president Donald Trump vetoed the NDAA resulting in the only veto override of his presidency. So they attached it to the national defense authorization act. Ha! Right? Well, that's convenient. Well, right. But but that's what they did. Donald Trump caught it, said, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah. and they But they did it the right way. They got the votes, right? On December 28th of 2020, the last vote of the 116th Congress House of Representatives, the House voted to override the presidential Trump veto, 322 to 87. Okay. What do you need? Two thirds? Oh, that's, that's as bipartisan as it gets. <laughs> yep. And then on January 1st, 2021, the last vote of the 116th Congress, the Senate voted to override President Trump's veto, 81 to 13. So passing the commission into law. So the passage of the fiscal year 2021 NDA was the 60th consecutive time that such legislation had been passed and is the only instance in which it was enacted over the objection of a president. They'll scrap the whole damn thing just for their bullshit. So the commission is chartered with five primary activities, assessing the cost of remaining or removing names, symbols, displays, monuments, or paraphernalia that commemorate the Confederate States of America or any person who served voluntarily with the Confederate States of America. That's number one. You'd think that would just be enough. Well, you know what? So read the very first part again. Assessing the cost of renaming. Yeah, let me tell you what that is, all right? Because imagine changing the name of a city. I mean, every printed thing yeah. has to be reprinted, every road sign. But it says symbols, displays, monuments, or paraphernalia that commemorate the Confederate States of America. Number two is developing procedures and criteria to assess whether an existing name, symbol, monument, display, or paraphernalia commemorates the Confederate States of America or person who served voluntarily within the Confederate States of America. You can't just erase history. You I mean, can't. They, I mean, they can. But, well, they are. So then they can. Number three, recommending procedures for renaming assets of the Department of Defense to prevent commemoration of the Confederate States of America or any person who served voluntarily with the Confederate States of America. So not only are they going to do away with it, 
We are also tasked with making sure that nobody speaks of it again. Okay. And then finally, number five, included in the plan procedures and criteria for collecting and incorporating local sensitivities associated with naming or renaming of assets of the Department of Defense. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Should I read that again or do you not want to ever hear it again? Yeah, just remember the word included. (laughs) Go ahead. Included in the plan. Yeah. Procedures and criteria for collecting and incorporating local sensitivities associated with naming or renaming of assets of the Department of Defense. Help you understand it better. That's how, that's how I see it. Like they're going to help you understand it. Well, the commission was authorized $2 million to conduct its work. That's not really not that much. Well, yeah. Go back to the ominous, right? That's, that's, that's not that much. I mean, dropping the bucket. Uh, we're giving Bali $74 trillion to create a military. So. That's not true. Says here the commission has expanded their investigation of military assets to include assets with names that commemorate other Civil War era events or places to see if the name has a connection with the Confederacy. Examples are given that USS Antietam or Fort Belvoir. So now they're just... So, so this is typical government, right? No, so it's a typical the, Democrat. Well, that's what I... Well, no, 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 no. I would yeah, say... you give them an inch. Well, no, but I would say government, right? Because Republicans are guilty of this too. Okay. Where we have a commission. Here you go. Mm-hmm. This is your scope. This is what you're doing. And within a month, they're like, nah, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a little more. I know you guys didn't authorize this. But we think that maybe we, that's how this shit happened with the Constitution, right? This is exactly how it happened. Okay. No, it is. You know, uh, we're going to give you an inch here. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to let you oversee education a little bit. We think maybe you should have a say in it. Next thing you know, what's the annual budget? We talked about it. Billions. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> maybe not billions. It's a couple hundred million though. One of the biggest employers of the federal government. Oh, don't get me started on education. It says that after receiving thousands of suggestions, (laughs) they like put out a poll. What would happen? Well, I didn't get it. The commission posted a list of 90 names in March of 2022 that it plans to consider as possible replacement names for the nine army installations before the list. When was this? This was just recently. Yeah, because 2022. Okay, because I have it right here. Mm -hmm. So let's get into this a little bit. Are you done? Well, let me just side note that. In March of 2022, the commission determined that Fort Belvoir does not meet the criteria provided in the 2021 National Defense Authorization Act for renaming a recommendation. Hmm. Fort Belvoir. I've been there. It's a nice place. I was there when I was stationed at Fort A.B. Hill. I wonder if there is... They're going to change that. I wonder if there is a market for... And there might even be a place to do it. But having a fort that was built like they built the forts when they were expanding out west... When they would go out there. What do you want? You, you want a military installation with like telephone poles surrounding it? Yeah. And, and living like no power, outdoor plumbing. The fuck would you want to do that for? Just to see what it was like. I'll pay. Uh, I mean, I guess some of those outposts up there in Alaska are probably pretty close, but they have yeah. electricity. Yeah. But could you imagine being like out in Montana or You like, know what? Yeah, I'll pay. Bitch, you don't have to live there. <laughs> I know. These but guys I want to go see, into the military. I they're like, see what they're, it was like. You know? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. see someone coming on horseback. You want to see what it was like, but yeah. you don't want to live there. No no, 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 no. You know what you want? You want 18-year-old kids that are coming out of high school and are like, you know what? I'm going to join the military. You want them to see what it's like, not you. <laughs> you want them to see, you know? Right. But imagine, right, imagine seeing a group of people coming on horseback <laughs> we're and, you're, not, we're and, not you're, giving, and you're standing at the gates, right? We're not giving them Kevlar helmets. We're like, all right, your name's now Jebediah. Here's your coon cap. <laughs> Here's your musket. <laughs> Here's your coon cap and your musket. Get on the gate. He's like, wait, what? But imagine if we're standing on the gate, if you and I are on patrol that day, 
we're standing on the gate and you see six horses rolling and they're not running at us. They're walking up. It's like, okay, got to find out if they're hostile or not. Let's, let's see who it is. You send a runner out there to give you like the high sign that, Hey, they're cool. Oh, you got your challenge and response. Yeah. I want to, I want to challenge and response. That's what, it, Oh, that's all you do. So they're coming up it. <laughs> and you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> fuck you too. Like, come on in. Come on in. There are people. Oh yeah. You got challenge and response, right? We have a challenge word. And if the response is not the proper response, then we're going to open up muskets on you. So you know what? You're coming in. Maybe it's freedom Eagle, freedom Eagle. So I'm going to yell freedom. If you don't yell Eagle, whew, here it comes. Here comes the grape shot. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, may, maybe it'd be a day trip, right? Maybe you would go wake up at the hotel early in the morning, go to Fort, let's call it Fort No Fun. And then- <laughs> oh no, they're fun. Listen, there's one in Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, Idlewild is a amusement park there. Fort, I'll remember it. But anyway, yeah. there's it's it's an old, old fort that they have restored and they still have actors walking around. <laughs> you call them telephone poles. <laughs> <don't know>. Telephone <laughs> poles. Well, you know what I no, mean. They're trees that were hand-shaved. <laughs> By dudes who probably didn't feel like hand shaving that day. Well, right, but we're not going to do that. Yeah. They're just going to get telephone poles and put them up. That's true. Korea is so covered, soaked, so they don't. <laughs> exactly. Rot. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I got you off track on that yeah, one, but I bet you a lot of people listening are like, "I'd check it out." I don't know if I'd stay there because I don't want to walk outside to take a dump, like yeah, further right, than right, fifty right. yards away, and the copperhead bites you in the ankle. <laughs> God damn it! We're so, <laughs> we're so soft. We're so soft. Listen, if I can't turn the fan on in the bathroom, I want nothing to do with it, right? Oh, shit. So we got the list. Back to the list. Well, we do. We have the list. Now, so the list. That like, conversation was going right in the toilet. Like, a, oh, God. <laughs> That's the worst pun ever. God. So we got a list. So we got the list of the military installations that they're changing. And like I said, most of these if not all of them are in the South and it's because the South is, I mean, that's their heritage, right? You don't have to agree with the Confederates, but I think you need to respect the Confederate army for what they did. And there were some great generals. Now there were some horrible generals too, which I can't understand. And one of them was at Fort Bragg. Braxton Bragg was, you read articles about him. I've seen articles where it says that he never won an engagement. I don't know if that's he true. Was, he was over. He was over. That's now. I don't know if that's true. I haven't looked into it enough. I, yeah, I don't know how Braxton Bragg got one named after him. If that's true, but then you got like Robert Lee, Robert E. Lee, Fort Lee, Virginia. I mean, clearly a brilliant mind. Why he shouldn't be rewarded? Okay, yeah, he was on the wrong side. He was on the losing side. Doesn't make him any less effective as a general. Right. So let's go through a couple of these here. And a couple of these are near and dear to my heart. 1989, I went into the United States Army, went through basic training at Fort McClellan, which was named after a Civil War general. Now, Fort McClellan's probably going to be spared because Fort McClellan closed a few years ago. But that would have been on the chopping block for sure. They're going to change the plaque. Don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. You are currently on the site of Fort Obama. <laughs> Fort, Fort Obama, Alabama. Jesus. <laughs> Can you imagine Fort, oh God, you're on the site of Fort Biden, Alabama. Fort Biden. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, people would just be going around with flamethrowers, lighting everything on Fort, fire. Fort now. Biden. <laughs> They're like, it just says, come on, man. <laughs> Dude, all the maps, all the Google maps. You're like, oh, man. you're like Fort Biden, Alabama. Google maps is like, yeah, we forgot where this is. Yeah, we I don't know. know how to tell you to get there. We, we forgot. <laughs> we forgot where this is. Come well, on, man. Uh, oh, man, I want Fort Corn Pop. <laughs> Fort, Fort 
Corn Pop Montana. Oh, shit. So anyway, so my first duty station after Fort McClellan was at Fort AP Hill. Are you taking a picture of me? No. Oh, because I'm sweating like a whore in church. I'm sweating like a confederate at a northern church. Fort AP Hill was my first duty station, and it is near and dear to my heart. I had some great times at Fort AP Hill. I know his name is Ambrose. I, I keep wanting to say Pierce, but it's not Pierce. It's Ambrose, maybe Powell Hill. He was a general in uh, Civil War. I'm not sure on his record. I know he wasn't over. Anyway, they are moving to change it to Fort Walker. Walker, Texas Ranger? No. Mm. That's a white guy. Walker Hayes? Oh, that guy was... No, that's... Oh, oof, oof. No. Definitely a white guy. <laughs> no. Now, I will point out that... With few exceptions, as we go through this list, just look at how woke their choices are, okay? Now, I am getting this list from CNN. You know why? Because you felt bad and wanted to give them a click? No, because if you go to Town Hall, you go to Daily Wire, you go to Andrew Wilkow, you go to any of these people and you talk about this list, you know what they're not going to talk about? Well, they may talk about how woke it is, but they're not going to extol the wokeness. You know what I mean? CNN phase in it buddy <laughs> they are naked right now typing this out just in a bath of wokeness they're like oh yeah yeah this feels good so now fort ap hill going to fort walker fort walker is going to be named after dr mary walker who was the army's first female surgeon and was ultimately awarded the medal of honor for her service during the civil war okay I mean, good. I appreciate her, right? Is there something else? Can we name another, you know, something, maybe a, a ship that's coming out after her? Can we name something new after her? Why do we have to change the name of history? Mm. Just, you know why? First female. Now, does she deserve it? And I haven't looked into her, but if she truly won the Medal of Honor for her work in the Civil War, God, man, great. You know what? And especially then, for what they thought about women then, to give her the Medal of Honor, she must have done some yeah. great fucking work. But they man. don't want to name Walter Reed after her, do they? No, 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 no. Well, not yet. <laughs> not Who's yet. Walter Reed? We're going to have to figure out who Walter Reed is. He so, was probably the best surgeon. <laughs> but here's the problem I have with Mary Walker. You listen to the quote. It is, quote, Dr. Mary Walker's service to the nation, perseverance over significant obstacles. Okay. But wait. Based on her gender and lifelong fight for equality, serve as an example and inspiration for all Americans, the commission said in the release. So again, now it's all about her gender and her equality service. It's not about what she did. It's not about the job she did. It's about her gender and her equality service. That's my problem with this. Fort Polk, Fort Polk, Louisiana. Fort Polk in Louisiana is named after Confederate Commander Lieutenant General Leonidas Polk. Bro, I don't know what you're looking up. You missed his first name. Uh, yeah, but when I think of Polk, I think of James. K. Okay, Polk. what did I say his first name was? Because you're 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 looking yeah. shit up, and I know yeah. I hey, you're a research guy. I get yeah. it. No, that's important. Okay, give Please. me it. Leonidas. Leonidas, man. Yeah, it does sound. This good. is Sparta. <laughs> Leonidas is a tough name, dude. So anyway, Lieutenant General Leonidas Polk. It could become Fort Johnson in honor of Sergeant William Henry Johnson. Okay. So what is he known for? Well, according make, to CNN. Make, making the big Johnson t-shirts from the 90s? According to CNN, here's what he's known for. The African-American soldier, that's the first thing. Doesn't matter what he did. African-American soldier 
is considered one of the first heroes of World War I after he fought off about two dozen Germans alone, killing at least four. He was later posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor. Okay, let's do away with the African-American. Because he's an American? Let's just say the soldier is considered one of the first heroes of World War I. Okay, great. But again, this commission's making everything about race, equality. Where does it stop? Look, again, this guy, if that's true, and I assume that it's been fact-checked, one guy fighting off two dozen Germans. Look, man, Germans, ain't, they ain't to be trifled with, right? You ain't, you ain't fighting off two dozen Frenchmen here. <laughs> I mean, you're fighting off two dozen Germans. And Germans are tough sons of bitches, man. Sure. But I assume that this has been, you know, verified. But two dozen Germans, shit. I'd have trouble fighting off one German, to be honest with you. There's some, you know, you ain't talking about the Sergeant Schultz Germans from Hogan's Hero. Oh, another one. No. Uh, another date, one. Dating yourself. Have you ever watched Hogan's Heroes? Uh, a few, I've watched a few episodes. Do you remember so Sergeant Schultz? Uh, I see nothing. The big fat guy. Oh, dude, he was great. Anyway, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe he did fight off 24 Germans alone. But now it's 24? Well, two dozen. Oh, you said, oh, I thought yeah, you yeah, said a two, dozen. Yeah, okay. no, no, two dozen. Two wow. dozen. So, 24 Germans he fought off alone, killing four of them. That's a badass motherfucker, man. And if that's true, then yeah, let's name some ships after him. Let's name a sub after him. Let's put his name on every, you know, Moab, every nuclear bomb we have. Badass motherfucker. So let's see what the commission says. His story embodies an indomitable will to win against all odds. The sacrifices borne by our soldiers and the many heritages of our military heroes. All right, that's fair. I'm okay with that. Fort Bragg. I was at Fort Bragg also. That's a humble brag. So when I, you're in a mood today. <laughs> you're in a mood. Is this what we're doing? Are we going to start doing puns? Because listen to me. I'm telling you right now, my chief at the station is the king of puns. King of puns. I will bring him on here just to destroy you. <laughs> you can't go toe to toe with him. Wow. No, you can't. Okay. All right. I'm telling you. All right. All right. We'll see. You know what? I'm just going to come in here. I'm going to bring him in here, put him on a mic. I'm going to give you guys a topic and I'm going to give you each 30 seconds to go back and forth with puns. And the first guy that can't do it loses that round. Wow. What do you think? I mean, I'm quick. What do you think, though? Are you I'm willing quick. to do it? I mean, that's a nice. You're going to put your money on that's it. That's the nice thing you ever said about him. <laughs> Chief, that's not true. All right, it might be true. I don't know. Shit. All right. Well, anyway, you know what? You're deflecting because you're scared. Ah, oh, you're scared. Wow. I get it. Fort Bragg. So uh, when I went in the military, Fort AP Hill was my first duty station. I went to Korea to Camp Carroll, and I don't know what Carroll was named after. Maybe we could look that up. Okay. I wonder what Camp Carroll, Korea. Okay. Oh, who he is named after? Because is this going to go over overseas now? Are we going to start naming? When they need more funding, they're going to have more reasons to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, that. well, we got to go to Korea now. We, we need more money. Airfare to Korea is outrageous. And then I ended at Fort Bragg, uh, North Carolina. Fort Bragg, again, was named after Braxton Bragg. Fort Bragg could be named Fort Liberty, which Liberty is one of my favorite words. It is. It is. But anyway, Fort Bragg, they're looking at changing to Fort Liberty. All right. It is the only one of the facilities to be named after an American value instead of an individual or group of people. General Braxton Bragg was unpopular Confederate general who garnered a lot of criticism for his often subpar performance on the field, accompanied by a hot temper and combative personality. Now, in fairness, I want a general with combative personality. So one of the things that I did read about him, and I, I, like I said, I have not... I have not confirmed this, is that he's an ofer. He didn't win any major engagements. Hey, 
But he was in the fight, right? Oh, he was in the fight. And you know what? You look at a picture of him. Listen, bro, you, you ain't telling him anything, right? This guy right here. I mean, I don't know. I look at him and he's the kind of guy that's just going to come riding up on you with a saber and put it right through your chest as he's riding <clears> by. <throat> What'd you find on Camp Carroll? Often referred to as the crown jewel of Area 4. It's named after Sergeant First Class Charles F. Carroll, a posthumous, is that how you say it? Post- posthumous. Posthumous recipient of the Distinguished Service Cross for his acts of heroism during the Korean War. It's all says, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, during the Korean War, so he's not a Confederate, so Camp Carroll will probably stick around for a while. Yeah. Camp Carroll was, uh, man, good times there, too. You know what? Camp Carroll was one of those things, oh, man, when I was in Korea, I couldn't wait to get out of there. Now I look back on it, and I wish I could go do it one more time. I was there with my best friend. My best friend, Dan, lives out in California. Actually, probably not, no. He's already bought his, I think, second property in Idaho. He's fleeing. He's a conservative as well. Oh, yeah. We, we mentioned him. He's the one that takes pictures of trees. and like. Yeah. He's like, this is my tree, and mine. this is my tree. Mine. And his wife... Dude, I'm telling you right now, I don't know if I have a more conservative friend. What than her? I'm telling you, I look at her posts and, whew, yeah. So I mean, they're going to do well in Idaho. But yeah, man, I was at Camp Carroll with Dan. I mean, we went through the whole thing together. Uh, we got there at the same time, left at the same time. Maybe we should do a show from there, from where Camp Carroll, Korea. Yeah, let's do a show from there. We'll do it right after we do a show on a train. Right after we do a show in Ridge Tucky, Indiana, Ridgeville Corners, Ridgeville Corners. Sorry. Right after we do a show in yeah in Los Angeles. Right after we go to Texas to do a show. Yep, Texas at Rockwall, Texas, God, at the God, Media Group Studios. God, we have such great ideas. So if anybody wants us to actually bring any of these to fruition, you can Venmo me at Jim Larkin Four at Venmo there. You can send me a couple bucks for the show. Just tag it as you're sending it for the show and we'll put it in our show account. Nobody's going to. Anyway, let's get back to it. So Fort Bragg going to Fort Liberty. You know, Fort, like I said, Fort Bragg is a big city. It's not, this ain't, this ain't some little small outpost, right? This is a full functioning city. You're going to change the name to Fort Liberty. I don't even know what that entails. I don't know how to change the name of a city. You know what, Cleveland? We're not going to name you Cleveland anymore. You're now going to be named whatever, Old Granddad. Old Granddad, Ohio. Josh McTarian. <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout out to Josh McTarian. So, yeah, Old Granddad. Old Granddad, Ohio. Now, think about what that entails. I mean, every city correspondence to just throw that stuff away. How many pieces of paper is that? How much stationery? I mean, it's things you're not even thinking about. The stationery, the, the street signs. Oh, yeah. It costs millions. Hundreds of millions, I bet, for a big city. We'll put it in the next omnibus. It's yeah, fine. Whatever. Yeah, right. It's fine. Well, it's okay. It'll be in the $40 billion we send to Ukraine, of which $30 billion comes back to the pockets. <laughs> so Fort Bragg's going to Fort Liberty. We got Fort Benning, Georgia, which is home of the Airborne School, man, or it used to be. Fort Benning is going to Fort Moore. M-O-O-R-E. Fort Moore. Fort Benning, Georgia could be renamed Fort Moore after Lieutenant General Hal and Julia Moore. And apparently his wife, too. Or I, I assume... Or is it not? I don't Let's know. just add some more to it. Maybe, may, you know what? Ooh, maybe I'm being sexist. Maybe Julia Moore was the general and Howell's her husband. Mm. Oh, but General Howell and Julia Moore. I don't know. Maybe they're both generals. I don't know. We should probably look that up. Anyway, Howell Moore served in the Army between 1945 and 1977 with assignments in Japan, Korea, Norway, and Vietnam. And they didn't do no woke shit. No, that's all it says. <laughs> that's all. He was what? in. So apparently, Lieutenant General Howell Moore served in the Army. Congrats, bro. So did I. Where's Fort Larkin? Wow. Fort Larkin. Hal Moore. Is it M-O-O-R-E? Yeah. Fort Larkin, Tennessee. 
<laughs> That's what you're going to call your compound. Yeah, right? Fort Larkin, Tennessee. All right. So his wife, Julia, however, she worked with the American Red Cross. Oh, his wife. So it is. His wife, Julia, worked with the American Red Cross and advocated for continued support for military families, including child care and quality of life opportunities and initiative relied on and refined upon by families to this day. Okay. You know what? I mean, I took advantage of a lot of that stuff for AP Hill, right? We had... Uh, our recreation department was great, but to name a military base after him and to change Fort Benning, Georgia, and give it to these guys? Come on. Come on. Hey, thanks. Thanks for letting me rent a kayak at Fort AP Hill, right? I get it. I mean, you did some good work, but what her husband do? Did we figure that out? Why does he deserve to have a military installation named after him? Well, he does have a heavy military background for sure. He's Distinguished uh, Service Cross, the Army Distinguished Service Medal, Legion of Merit Three. Bronze Star Medal 4 with uh, V device, Purple Heart, Air Medal 9. Yeah. So, and he was stationed there. Okay. So maybe he's looked upon out there. But he didn't do anything great? So here's the thing with generals that you need to understand, right? I appreciate everybody who makes it up to about the rank of colonel. After colonel. It's politics. It's all politics. So the way to remember the generals and the order the rank goes in is be my little general. So B is Brigadier General, that's your one star. Major General is a two star, B my, mm-hmm. that's a two star. Uh, little is Lieutenant General, that's a three star. And then General is a General, which is a four star. So it's be my Little General. So he made it up to the third level of General, but it's all political. So just because he did that, and just because he has those awards, it doesn't mean a lot to me. I would need to see what he did to earn those awards. I know somebody, a family friend that, that got pretty high up there with one of those. It was in the Navy and he's local. So maybe, maybe we need to have a conversation with him to find out how politics are. Oh, it's, it's political. I know for sure. Oh, you know, but to hear it from the, from the horse's mouth, I'll, I'll I'll reach out to him and see if he wants to be. All right. Yeah. Right on. So anyway, that's Fort Benning to Fort Moore. Fort Gordon. Fort Gordon is also in Georgia. And this one, I I don't know. I don't know if I have a a huge problem with this one, but still I, I changing the name just because of Fort Gordon. So it seems like they, they got some wokes and then they're like, listen, guys, we'll, we'll give them the red meat. We'll, we'll do the ones that aren't so controversial just to get them used to us changing the names. I actually don't know anything about, I assume, General Gordon, if you want to look it up. I mean, I don't see any of these military installations that are named after the private that carried the fucking flag into battle and got murdered. Nobody's naming shit after him. So Fort Gordon's going to Fort Eisenhower. After, obviously, Dwight Eisenhower, who went on to serve as the nation's 34th president. Commission said in release that the late president's extensive, innovative, and effective military experience and leadership shaped our modern world. His career demonstrated superlative devotion to duty, executing those duties with an eye on history and a personal experience adapted to new circumstances. Now, Dwight Eisenhower, I mean, okay, I mean, you can't complain, you can't argue that he probably deserves something. But again, why are we erasing history? so we can teach it a different way. Is the USS Eisenhower not enough? I mean, is there something else we can do? Did you find Gordon? No, they gave me some guy that they called China Gordon. Well, if you find Gordon, I would be interested. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Fort Hood, Fort Hood, Texas. Another huge, huge military installation. Going to go to Fort Cavazos. Cavazos? Oh, yeah, it's that. C-A-V-A-Z-O-S. Fort Hood in Texas could be renamed to Fort Cavazos after General Richard Cavazos, who served in both the Korean War and Vietnam War. In 1982, he became the first Hispanic American to pin on four stars. Again, doesn't impress me. 
The release said his final assignment as head of the U.S. Army Forces Command fittingly summarized his career of service by placing him in the head of sustaining training and deploying all of the Army's deployable forces. Now, look, this guy, I don't know much about him. This guy, I mean, he could be fantastic because we had some great, I mean, there's some great generals. Don't get me wrong, but it's political. I would need to learn more about this guy before I either support him or shit on him. Yeah, back to Gordon. And in honor of John Brown Gordon, who was a major general in the Confederate Army. It's a two-star. A Georgia governor, a U.S. senator, and a businessman. But because he was in the Confederate Army, let's shit on him. Yeah, I mean, he served the country before he decided to turn. And then he was the governor of Georgia. Yeah. And what? And a businessman. And a businessman, yeah. But yeah, you know what? Because he was in the Confederate Army, nah, nah, bro. See, it sounds to me like Fort Gordon deserves to stand. Uh, Fort Lee, that's also in Virginia, just down the street. I've partied there. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Tony Lee. No, no. What? <laughs> no. no. They didn't name it after him? No. Okay. Scratch so, that. Down there near Richmond, turned 21 years old. Remember the Sergeant Schultz story? Yep. That was Tobacco Company. That okay. was the name of the bar. <laughs> that's just- and that was, that, that was just outside of Fort Lee. It's probably still standing. If it is, we should do a show from there. Dude, I'll do a show from the <laughs> tobacco company. Shit, that would be a smoking show, dude. No love on the pun? Are you kidding me? I, I do the puns. Tobacco company, that would be a smoking show. I get no yeah. love on the pun. No, it's a Fuck smoke. You, Dan. It's a smoke show, not a smoking show. I understand what you're trying well, to get at. Welcome to Pop Bless America. I'm Jim. <laughs> hey, no, I'm and dead. today I'm talking about... <laughs> fucking asshole. All right, so anyway... The commission has also proposed renaming Virginia's Fort Lee. Oh, this is a hyphenated one. Yes. And I'm telling you right now, you know these it. hyphenated names. Oh man, I read it. Drive me nuts. Mm. Right. Well, they're combining two names. Two well, people. they are. They are. But just it's hyphenated not, it's names. Not like the chick that. that yes. And yeah. you know what? They're almost always like Karen mentality. Oh, it drives me crazy. I was in a wedding. Yeah. And the girl did not take my buddy's last name Mm. and we were getting ready to get introduced into the reception. And she goes, Hey, if you want them to just call me your last name, then that's fine. I'll do it for this introduction. And he goes, hell no. If you ain't taking it, you ain't getting it now. And I was like, Oh, Yeah, it was the I, craziest thing I ever saw live. And I've got daughters, man. I got three daughters, right? It ends with me. I mean, I could never get out that son. Yeah. I got three daughters. I don't want them to take my name. You get married, you take his name. That's the way it works. Uh, no, because because then the you know, Larkin Smith or well, whatever. No. That's just, and oh. then the other thing is like, you know, if she ends up getting knocked up and then there's no one around, then she has to give her son the last name because he's not around. I don't want that either. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. But yeah, this is not that. I mean, this is actually, for some reason, they couldn't decide between the two. And so they're going to name it after both. But um, so you got Lieutenant General Arthur Gregg and Lieutenant Colonel Charity Adams. Gregg helped desegregate the army. Oh, this is very woke of him, including at Fort Lee, while Adams in 1944 was selected to command the first unit of African-American women to serve overseas. Her mission involved leading the 88th Central Postal Directory in England. So she was a mailman. I'm sorry, male woman. Male carrier. Am I assuming the gender of male people? Well, hmm. they're either male or female. So there's that. <laughs> you know what? We just need to run a show by the letters and we need to stop. <laughs> 
Oh, God. I'm going to the chief's office tomorrow. Pun off, me and you. You better watch out. He'll go postal on you. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm telling you. Dude. All right, you delivered that one. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, you don't know what's coming your way. I'm going to have him in here. I am. He'll, he'll do it, too. I he won't know. be on any political shit. He will come here to pun off on you. He will. All right. Well, especially when all of our fans start emailing him and telling him, like, hey, you have to. <laughs> We're going to flood his email box. <laughs> Tell us his email, Joe. Nope. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Carry uh, on. Yeah. So we've got uh, Greg who helped desegregate the army, which is not a bad thing, right? But, and then we've got a postal woman here who was one of the first African American women, just another woke appointment just like the rest of this administration. Everything they're doing is woke. Every yeah. single appointment they're making is yeah. woke. They can right? name a post office after her. There you go. Hey. Let's name a post office. Let's name the entire postal division of the Army after her. Perfect. So Arthur Gregg, and this is their statement, Arthur Gregg of Charity Adams served on different missions and in different conflicts. Consistent themes in leadership, dedication, and problem-solving united their service, the commission said. Moreover, in overcoming the sustainment obstacles caused by war, they also helped overcome the social obstacles caused by segregation. Mm. Their service simultaneously supported mission success and societal progress. The key words here are progress, social issues. Anyway, Fort Pickett, Virginia, going to Fort Barfoot. Hmm. Now, I would almost be on board with this if it was Fort Barefoot. That would be awesome. Like they're doing PT and nobody's wearing boots anymore. There you go. Yeah, just running barefoot. You're yeah. barefoot all the time. you get you? off on the right foot if you did that. Oh, my God. Dude, you're killing my soul. <laughs> soul. Get it? That was pretty good. <laughs> I feel like Brad is also saying puns as he listens to this. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like right before I said soul, Brad's like, somebody say soul. <laughs> all right. Meanwhile, Fort Pickett, Virginia could be renamed Fort Barfoot after tech sergeant, which I don't know what that is. A tech sergeant? Yeah, it's huh? Air Force. But I think it's, I want to say it's an E-4. I could be wrong. Look to see what enlisted class that a tech sergeant is. Who served for, oh no, 34 years. No, he's way higher than an E-4. Right. Unless he got busted a couple times. And he's my kind of dude. technical sergeant is the second level of the NCO ranks in the Air Force. Is the second level of NCO, so he's an E-6? It says that technical sergeants are qualified to perform highly complex technical duties in addition to providing supervision. They're responsible for the career development of each subordinate under their supervision. But it doesn't say what is E. There's no E, whatever. Mm, no. Because second would be like an E6. If you did 34 years in the military and you're only an E6, that means you got busted a couple times. That's great. That's my dude. <laughs> you're right my there. guy. Yeah, you're my guy. Like me and you were at the bar one night and you came mm -hmm. home. We were just drunk as fuck and you you like punched the gate guard. Yep. You're like, fuck you. I'm yeah. not showing you my ID. Pow. And they're like, oh, you're an E2 now. <laughs> my ID is this tattoo of Merkel. <laughs> exactly. Talk shit. <laughs> you just walk in and hold up an American flag. <laughs> this is my ID. So anyway, World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War, the commission noted that barefoot, <laughs> you keep wanting to say barefoot, the man, commission, the get, commission, your, get your footing here and get back after it. Uh, the commission noted that Barfoot, oh, who died in 2012, that's sad, made headlines in 2009 when he insisted on flying the American flag at his home against the wishes of his local homeowners association. This motherfucker <laughs> got busted in the military. In 2009, he's telling the Homeowners Association to kiss his ass so he could fly his American flag. You know what? 
You know who else went against the grain and said, hey, look, that's not the way we're going to do things? The Confederates. Robert E. Lee. <laughs> exactly. So why aren't we Why aren't we keeping Fort Lee? Fort Lee. All right. So this guy, yeah, he went against his homeowners association. He is my dude. My guess is that that was not a newly acquired talent from him. My guess is that during his military service, he was also telling his seniors to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, but you got him knocked down a peg. <laughs> Probably more than once. Or two. Exactly. So the commission also suggests Fort Rucker in Alabama should be named Fort Novosel after Chief Warrant Officer for Michael Novosel. I've never understood Chief Warrant Officers. Like, it's a weird thing. It's like in between enlisted and actual officers, but you still salute them. But they're not like lieutenants or uh, they have their own. It's Chief Warrant 1 through 4. I, yeah. To me, Chief Warrant is the guy that writes all the warrants for arrests. That's it. That's That's not it at all. No. Actually, every Chief Warrant officer I've ever known flew a helicopter. What? Yeah. But they were all in the Army. We didn't have planes, really. Right. But that's that. that, Yeah. Every Chief Warrant officer I ever knew flew a helicopter. But anyway, so after Chief Warrant officer for Michael Novosel, who served in World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War, where he flew... 2,543 medevac evacuations in a helicopter, according to the release. All right, so 2,543 medevac evacuations, that's great. And I don't have a problem with recognizing them. So let's send it over to, actually, Fort Rucker might be where they do. I don't know where flight training is for the helicopters or the Army. I feel like it is Fort Rucker. Okay. But let's make that division. Let's call it, let's name all the hangars after Novacell. I mean, instead of changing the entire... I don't know, man. This whole woke thing just... These bases have been there forever. These army posts have been there forever. Wait a minute. It just occurred to me that every single one of these are army posts. Okay. Like, Marines have bases. But Marines are like, don't. Although... (laughs) Look at me. Don't. (laughs) Exactly. Marines just showed up at the... That was the only word they used. Yeah. (laughs) They showed up and they're like, nah. They said... Don't listen. They said, turn around (laughs) or is it? Nope. Yeah. Nope. (laughs) Turn around. But then again, the Marines have shit like 29 palms. Yeah. I mean, so it's not suggested. It's not Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. Look up Camp Lejeune. See what that's named after. Camp Lejeune. Probably Lejeune. Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. And then I was thinking about naval installations, but all the (laughs) the Navy's not very creative. So they have an air base in Pensacola. You know what it's called? What's it called? Pensacola Naval Air Station. Shut up. They have a, a Navy base in Norfolk. You I never liked the name of Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. Oh, Air Force, too. I forgot about them. Yeah. I, I mean, Well, but we're talking about the military. We, <laughs> we're not talking about the Air Force. <laughs> the Chair so, Force. We're not talking about the Chair Force. We're talking about the military. I'm saying Wright-Pat, like with this much crazy stuff that goes there and the amount of training they do and the amount of stuff they have hidden underneath it. So they say. Oh, here we go. I want a cooler name. Like Los Alamos is cool out there. That's, oh, yeah. That's that's where the- You know what the coolest name is? Area 51. <laughs> you don't fuck with Area 51, dude. Have you ever seen the videos? Like guys will be out there hiking and all of a sudden it's like two dudes in a pickup truck with a rifle show up. Yeah. They're like, Pretty soon they're going to be able to come at you with a drone and pick you up <laughs> with some eagle talons. They're like- And just carry you out. <laughs> they're like, nope, turn around. <laughs> they just snatch you up by your backpack with a drone and- <laughs> All right, so we've got to move on here. Camp Lejeune. Yeah, Lejeune. Lejeune? Yep. Yeah. So later that year, it was renamed in honor of the 13th Commandant of the Marine Corps, 
John A. Lejeune. But what did he do? What did he do? Well, I mean, who was 40 years guy? in the military. Yeah, starting when? Oh, shit. Uh, Although 13th, he, he's probably pretty current. Yeah. And we got to tread lightly here. We have to tread lightly here because I'm telling you right now, if we shit on Camp Lejeune at all, we are going to have flashbangs thrown in here and there's going to be some shit happening. I get it. United States Marine Corps Lieutenant General and the 13th Commandant of the Marine Corps, Lejeune served for nearly 40 years in the military and commanded the U.S. Army's 2nd Division during World War I. After his retirement from the Marine Corps, he became superintendent of the Virginia Military Institute. Okay, so he was well after slavery, well after the Confederacy. He didn't do shit. Yeah. Uh, ooh, what? He didn't do shit to piss them off is what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. Not that yeah. he has accomplished anything. Marine, stand down. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking at the door for the like, shit, Here we go. Here we go. They're coming. No, but you get what I'm saying. He did, you know, they probably ran out of names to take away. They wanted to take away the ones that mean something to people. And Knox was like a secretary of state for Fort Knox, but they'll get that too. Oh, there's more coming. There's a lot of collateral damage with the George Floyd riots when they're taking down statues, especially out west in Oregon. They're taking down like Abe Lincoln. They're like, oh, hey, you're not supposed to take that down. They're like, we're in solidarity with all the people that are tearing down the other statues. Oh, and that's where they get. Shut up. That's where they get off. Yeah. Oh. Swear to God. The guy that actually stopped slavery. Yeah. Got well, and down. that's what I said. I mean, you you look at that one they tore down in Madison, Wisconsin. The guy was, was a staunch abolitionist. Nah. Nah, we're going to be had him throw his head in the lake. Yeah, because we stand in solidarity. Yeah, he's a white guy. All white people are evil. But so. they, they'll eat each other. So the, the lady that they named it after... Mary Walker. My opinion on that is after so long, they're going to go, well, she wasn't woke enough. You know what? Yeah, she's on borrowed time. You know what? We've looked into it. She's on borrowed time. And we noticed that more black soldiers than white soldiers died under her care. She's out. Yeah, they'll say some shit like that, or yep. they'll be like, listen, we're going to swap her out for the first transgender person in the middle. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, they can't get woke enough. Who, who's the assistant uh, surgeon general there? What's his name? I don't even remember. Yeah, but, but, but you can see it. Imagine there's going to be a military installation named after him, for sure. So brave. So, so brave. So brave. <laughs> you know what? I'd still take Braxton Bragg over that guy any day. All right. Well, we had a lot more to get to, but we're not going to get to it. I guess we're going to make it in the next episode because we're over time. So, yeah, Diana, I hope that helped you out a little bit. We think it's absolute bullshit. Yeah, I mean, we covered we, we covered a lot of ground and still have a lot more we could have did. Just leave them alone, man. I mean, that's... You'd have a better opportunity explaining to these kids what these people were about and, and why it was wrong. Well, right. I mean, if you would. erase history, we are definitely doomed to repeat it. Yeah. Just teach these kids... Look, yeah, there was a faction. There was a, a, a half of the country supported keeping all of your black friends in chains. So it's good that we defeated them. Good over evil. But no, that's not what they're going to do. Instead, they're just going to erase it so that we forget about it. And it happens again. Maybe not this decade. Maybe not next decade. You know what? Maybe next century. But if we're not careful, we're not going to have a country for it to happen again in any way. Instead of slavery issues, you're going to have to worry about the government enslaving the entire population. That's what you're going to have to worry about. Yeah. And no references to understand why it's important to have. No, because we tore down all the statues. We burned all the books. We changed all the military installations. Your grandkids are going to come up not knowing who General Bragg was and why we should probably not try to recreate who General Bragg was. And we're not celebrating him. I mean, I guess that's the right there. That's what they're saying. Oh, you're celebrating him by naming it uh, Fort Bragg. Well, 
okay, this is coming from people in Washington, D.C. Let's talk to the people in the South and not politicians who have aspirations. Let's talk to the people in the South and see what they want because that is their heritage. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's their heritage, man. That's their history. That's what they teach their kids. Yeah, you don't have the right to take it away. No, you don't. It's history. And I'm not saying it's right. It's history, though. Yeah. We're doing a lot of shit right now that in the prism of history is going to be seen as very wrong. Yeah. Very wrong. This woke shit that we're doing and the way that we are treating anybody who's not black or Hispanic or gay or trans is going to be seen as very wrong. You know, when you look at affirmative action, there's no way that's right. I mean, I get why it started. We don't need it now. We don't. We, we don't. I mean, they even try to go as far in California as to make it to where your board of directors has to have a woman on it, has to sure. have a person of color on it. It doesn't I matter think, what their qualifications but are. But I think Judicial Watch, uh, Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch was the one who brought that to court and got it struck down because it's unconstitutional. Sure. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Man, we're running low. I got to get another bottle of old granddad. If you go back a few episodes ago, you'll see we did an episode on Josh McTerry and we had his widow come in here and tell Josh's story. So from that point on, we end every show with a toast to Josh McTarian. She told us that old granddad was his bourbon of choice. So we got ourselves a bottle of old granddad, put a badge sticker for 45 on there. Episode 28. Episode 28. Go back and listen to it. Josh is a true hero. And you want to start naming some military installations. Right? <laughs> well, no. See, then, then we would be just as wrong. How about the local police department? How about the local police department? It's the Josh McTerry, instead of Twinsburg Police Department, this is Josh, well, but then that gets confusing. You'd have to change the name of Twinsburg. Either way, he'd probably hate this shit too. Oh, he would definitely hate this shit. So cheers to him. All right, so here, cheers. All right, man, that old granddad's rough shit. Good for Josh. He's tougher than me. He's a savage. Savage. All right, Dan, you got anything else? I don't. Nothing? I mean, I do, but they're all puns and you're already tired of them, so... Go ahead with your best pun right now. No, go ahead. <laughs> As always, we thank you guys for your support. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you could drop us a like, drop us a five-star review, that really helps us out. You can find us on Facebook at Pod Bless America. And you can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. You can find us on Getter at Pod Bless America. And you can find me at Jim at PBAPodcast.com. And you can find me at Dan at PBAPodcast.com. So until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Dan. And Pod Bless America.